The expressed views of the following podcast are those of the hosts and theirs exclusively. They do not represent the views of our sponsors. Hey guys, Nick Stevenson here. Thanks for listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. Before we get started, I want to tell you about my good friend Stephen Terry with Stephen Terry Pest Elimination. Now I know what you're thinking. Not another pest control business. The real pest is that guy who's always knocking on my door, leaving door hangers, and calling at the worst times of day. Not Stephen Terry. Stephen Terry lets his work and his customer service speak for itself. Word of mouth from customers that he has personally helped, and I am one of them. Stephen Terry is always the first person I call. Whether it was the time he treated my house for ants, I haven't seen an ant around here in so long, I forgot what they look like. What's an ant? I don't know. Stephen Terry got rid of them all. Or... How about the time he helped my son get rid of the pesky possums that were eating our garbage? Stephen Terry caught them and released them back into their natural habitat, and most importantly, out of my natural habitat. If you're in the southeast Houston area, that's Leak City, Webster, Clear Lake, all the way up to Pasadena, Deer Park, and LaPorte, you've got to give Stephen Terry a call. Right now through November, Stephen Terry is offering a monthly mosquito treatment. Guys, summer is right around the corner. Do you want to be having a barbecue or a crawfish boil? With the kids playing in the backyard or in the pool getting eaten alive by mosquitoes? Of course you don't. So give Stephen Terry a call at 713-477-0047. Tell him you heard about him on the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast, and he will give you half off your first month's mosquito treatment. That's 713-477-0047. Stephen Terry Pest Elimination. If it's scary, call Stephen Terry. to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now, here are your hosts, Nick Stevenson and Naomi Richeson. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world. Welcome to episode 42 of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. Coming to you from the Stephen Terry Pest Elimination Studio in Deer Park, Texas. I am your gracious and humble host, Nick Stevenson. The queen of podcasts, Naomi Richardson, is in the building. Yo, yo. I got my man Josh Beard on the ones and twos. What it do. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a local podcast icon in the studio. Uh, Mr. Ozil DeBastos. I got to get my good Latino voice in on there. <laughs> uh, Mr. Ozil is a man of many hats. Before I go through your bio, I want to ask you, does it make you mad when you see people on the radio or in news, whenever they're talking to somebody Latino, they'll be like, have a normal, they'll be talking normal. And then all of a sudden they turn into like Antonio Benderes <laughs> when they get to the name. Yeah. <laughs> and I was worried I was going to do that because I didn't want to be like, hey, everybody, my name's Nick Stevenson. It's and like my a- special guest is... Ozil de Bastos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Giada, you know, she like speaks right. little, and then like mozzarella. And I'm like, girl, it's just mozzarella, okay? Oh my goodness. But no, Ozil, uh, I'm so happy that you're here, sir. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Bro. It's been a long time coming, man. So Long time. Glad you're finally here. Uh, let me let, if you're in the podcast world, especially in Houston, you know who Ozil is. Like, he needs no introduction. But to any of the laid people... Uh, Mr. Ozil DeBastos is the creator of Ozil Media. He is also the creator of Pod Houston, which is a local podcast networking community. And he has recently uh, started Podcast Influence Academy, which is a mastermind class for creators. Very cool. Very, very cool. And uh, he's the former host of the No Permission Needed podcast. So in the world of podcasting, 
this is the guru. He's the man. He's the guy you need to know, especially in the city of Houston. So thank you so much for blessing us by joining our little our little contraption here. Uh, it's good to be here, man. Yeah, it's great to be here. And what a great introduction, man. Thank you. I mean, this man has has the voice. <laughs> oh, I know it. Look, I know it. <laughs> we just geez. follow suit and just keep our fingers crossed. We're just here. Oh, you're doing a great job too. Dan. No, no, no. So <laughs> one of the one of the things is is that. Um, I'm going to give some credit to my former co-host who's not here because he used to say the same thing. And if it weren't for him, I'd probably just be sitting in my shower or in the mirror doing this voice and not really putting <laughs> it to good use. But somebody was like, man, you need to be in radio or you need to be in podcast. And eventually, finally, you know, 30 something years into my life, I decided let's do it. Uh, but I'm really excited about you being here, man. Um, I, I told you at the end of the show, since you're the podcast guru, I want you to give us a little podcast grade. But um, we're gonna get the. <laughs> we're I'm gonna nervous. let. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a little nervous too. We'll see because I know we'll get into it a little bit later. I know I've listened to your advice all the time. I've watched you, and a lot of things you advice you give to podcasters. I'm like, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I do that. And then you'll say a couple of things. And I'm like, Ugh. we definitely do that. <laughs> Oops. But no, man, I'm I'm so glad you're here. You came all the way from Sugarland, man, and like this dude's not being paid to do this. This is his passion. This is what he does. So I'm so thankful. That you're here, man. What we want to do is put you in our element after we get, you know, we're going to let everybody get to know you. But we just we just kind of sit here and we chill, man. We kick it. Just hang out. Yeah, that's let's what we do. That's what we do. So um, <laughs> let's see. I'll tell you what. Let's get into headlines and chop it up a little bit. And then uh, we'll get into getting to know our man, Mr. Ozil DeBastos. Headlines. Headlines. All right, y'all remember that show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, back in the day, sometime Mm -hmm. in the 90s with Melissa Joan Hart? Yeah. An Oklahoma woman rented a VHS tape of the then-hit sitcom, and now two decades later, that VHS tape has come back to haunt her after her failure to return it ended up branding her record with felony embezzlement charges. What? She was notified (laughs) at the Texas DMV after trying to get her name changed to her married name, and they explained she had an issue... The woman claims over the past two decades she was let go from several jobs with no reason given. Now she's assuming that the felony embezzlement charges on her background checks may have had something to do with it. Blockbuster ain't (laughs) playing around, bro. And the store that she rented these, you know, which was not Blockbuster, has already closed. So good news is uh, the court ordered that the charges be dropped and her uh, record be expunged. That's very sensible. Yeah, (laughs) that's crazy. That makes sense. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've got some... Overdue movies, for sure. (laughs) Don't ask me about Redbox. (laughs) Yeah. Ford will be temporarily shutting down production of the Mustang. The reason? There aren't enough semiconductor chips to power all that flashy new technology in these cars. The problem has been going on for months now, with GM having to cease production of several vehicles, most notably the Chevy Camaro, Dodge Charger, and Challenger, as well as the Chrysler 300. Ford has actually been selling the F-150 without the fuel management module as a way to cut back how these semi, um, how many semiconductor chips it uses. So uh, be checking on the F-150s you got there. Camaro bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, that should also be resolved here soon. So we've got good stuff going on here. Um, here locally, the Lynchburg Ferry is finally up and running again. Yay! That thing has been out of commission since February of last year. And if you live and work over here or over there in Highlands or on the other side of the channel, you know that that is a big deal and it is a huge headache. So now drive free. Yes. (laughs) Drug deals may resume now. (laughs) (laughs) 
The stock price of government contractor Emergent Biosolutions has fallen sharply since the production problems at the firm's plant in Baltimore after the firm's plant in Baltimore ruined 15 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson coronavirus vaccine. Mm. Since then, AstraZeneca has also moved production of its own vaccine out of the facility, and Emergent temporarily halted new production there altogether. Emergent stock has fallen just more than 50%, but the decline has had less of an impact than it normally might have had on the personal finances of Emergent's chief executive, Robert Kramer, who also conveniently (laughs) sold more than $10 million worth of his stock in the company in only weeks prior to the production snafu. Mm. Based on the market price, the stocks that Kramer sold would now fetch about $5.5 million. It's a nice little uh, way to pad your pockets there. My that. goodness. We in the wrong yep. business. Rich, rich people don't go broke the nope. way we go broke. No, that's, they don't. That's crazy. <laughs> no, they don't. In conclusion, the Rockets still suck. <sighs> the Texans still suck. Hopefully that draft will maybe cause some, or solve some problems. The Cowboys will always suck. And the Astros are still the 2017 world champions. Yeah, buddy. Yes, sir. Yo, yo. Okay. That's fantastic. There's no really good sports stories to go. Um, no. There's a lot of things up in the air right now. Yeah. That's cool. Like I said, if anything else fails, the Rockets suck, Texans suck, <laughs> Cowboys suck. Astros will hopefully be twenty twenty one World Series champions. Yes, sir. All righty. Yes, sir. Hey, at least our quarterback is not in you know any kind of heat or anything. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Rubbing. All righty. Um, let's see the headline. Okay, the VHS tape. <laughs> That's just funny. That Little side crazy. note: Melissa Joan Hart gave birth to her child. In the same hospital that my daughter was born in, like uh, just a few days prior. So y'all wow. are connected? Is that yeah, like right. I met Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That was in the elevator. Cool. Must yeah. cute. No, no, no. I and, only um, watched the show for the little cat. Yes. Uh, what was what was the comedian's name? Who was the cat? I have no idea. I was a baby. Oh, he's a really funny guy. It's not Eddie Murphy, so no, it's not Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, yeah, the Lynchburg Ferry being open—that's kind of a big deal. That's kind yeah. of, I know I joked about drug deals going down on it, but. Uh, it's a big really deal. Do. Yes, they do. I've, I've witnessed. So, but that is a big deal because uh, a lot of people use that to get to and from work. It's a, it's a nice relaxing way to get to Baytown rather than sitting in traffic yeah. on two twenty five. Yeah. Going three thirty. All right. Thank you. Uh, that was headlines and headlines as always is brought to you. Um, today it's brought to you by Amity Innovations. So uh, let's get an ad for Amity before we get into our main topic. Hey guys, this is Naomi, and I want to talk to you about Amity Innovations. If you're looking to remodel your home, or maybe you're just looking to build a new home, don't make any decisions until you talk to the experts at Amity Innovations. They specialize in alternative energy sources like backup generators, whole home solar systems, and geothermal heating and cooling systems, which would have really come in handy these past couple of weeks. In other words, they create green homes. I'm talking net zero energy to nearly fully self-sufficient homes. Amity Innovations even believes that in our future, our homes will actually produce more energy than they use. Now, wouldn't that be something? Amity Innovations is not your typical construction company, although they have been in business for over 25 years. They know what they are doing, and they want to help you save both the planet and your bank account. So give Amity Innovations a call at 832-331-3580 or go to www dot amitybgi.com to get a free estimate whether you're remodeling or building a new home call the green builders you can trust amity innovations where we create the difference 
Alrighty, yeah, you guys give Amity Innovations a call and make sure you let them know that the Smells Like Middle East Spirit podcast sent you. Um, if you need a generator, which we discovered that is very important to have a generator, uh, make sure you guys go see them and let them know we sent you because they're going to hook you up. And I'll be honest with you, they're going to hook us up too. Cha-ching. So make that happen. Uh, really quick, I did want to do um, another podcast shout out before we got into talking to Ozeal. Um, it's actually a mutual friend of ours. Uh, Ms. Janu Alicia, she has a podcast called Ranting Through Life, Life Hacks for the Creative Soul. Um, I know that's near and dear to you because you're all about the creatives. And she got just, she runs a very good podcast. I give her so much credit because she does it by herself. And she brings in guests from time to time. But she's all about encouraging creators to let their creativeness out. I'm going to uh, check that one out. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> she's really good. Um, she's And she's, like I said, she's always doing a lot of different things. She's been in theater before. She's really into just anything that's art and creative. So it's a really good, it's a really good listen. You guys go check it out. It's on all of your major uh, listening platforms. There's even an episode with my man Ozeal. Ozeal got to her first, which made me a little bit jealous. (laughs) I'm a little bit jealous, (laughs) but he's finally here. So we're happy about that. Um, Let's really quick. What we learned from last week. Um, We learned that Naomi has a va 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 voom Instagram. (laughs) 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 You guys, uh, you guys go check out last week's episode. Uh, She needs some more followers. I put yeah, I put the. She definitely needs some more followers. I'm hot. It's hot in here. (laughs) You're not. You won't be disappointed if you go check it out. Like that's. I feel like we need to have that art in here to really bring (laughs) in. I feel like yeah. We all Naomi need to do has something. a va 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 voom. I'm embarrassed. Uh, <laughs> I learned that Josh still does not know how to say her name. Spell your name and then pronounce it for Josh, please. N A O M I. And Na- pronounced Naomi. You always say Naomi. Go back and listen. <laughs> Everyone has always said Naomi my entire There's life. There's no. The only I is at the end of your name, right? Yes. Okay. And then once again, Khan's not here to defend himself, but that dude <laughs> definitely shaved his ass. <laughs> Definitely. You gotta keep that tat looking good. I feel like when you. Re- I watched that video too. That he's the Gunther man. Oh my watch? god! So I played it, and all I hear is my wife go, "Oh, <laughs> I know who that is." All right. <laughs> Let, let's let's not have too many inside jokes for our guests. But uh, all right, Mr. Ozeal, thank you so much once again for being here. Uh, today we're gonna make the title of our show "Turning Your Passion into Profit." That is your thing. That is what you're about. <laughs> that is, man. Indeed. Yeah. So um, let's get started with a couple of things here. I, I mentioned your bio. Um, Ozeal Media is an LLC. What exactly is does that encompass with Ozeal Media? Right. So Ozeal Media was started uh, in early 2020, and it's a podcast uh, consulting agency okay. uh, slash production. So we do a lot of the uh, one-on-one coaching where we're mentoring uh, brands and businesses on how to launch and grow their podcasts, gotcha. but also provide back-end services like audio editing. Okay. Uh, nice. All these graphic designs, et cetera. We're going to so. have to talk, brother. We're going to have to talk. <laughs> yeah, man. For sure, yeah. for sure. But yeah, no, I mean, you've got your hand all in the podcast industry, and especially in the city of Houston. I'm so thankful for people like you because you've brought others together. And we're going to talk about that, you know, how it all started a little bit, and then I want you to be able to talk about your message and, and what, what you want to, the people to know about the business of podcasting and about the business of being a creator. 
we grew up in a time you you being a creator that people always said you have to have a real job, right? Right. You All can't. The time. <laughs> what's I hate your? What, that. But what's, to, but what's your? To real, this day, to I this saw people be like, "So, mom is like, what do you do now again?" <laughs> like, Thanks, mom. mom. This podcast. Like, right, right. What they don't understand though is we're the future, and we're gonna get into that because yeah. a robot can't host a podcast for you, but they can do a lot of other things for you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll get into that. But let's talk about Ozil de Bastos. Before he became the podcast guru, um, you had a background actually in music. That was your creative outlet, correct? Correct. Okay. So what type of music was and is Ozil into? And um, what were you most passionate about? And whose style did you emulate? Oh, man. So the first band was an alternative funk band. So okay. it was like right. Rage Against the Machine mixed with like Incubus. Right, right. Chili Peppers was really into the whole alternative funk Hello. Uh, yes, alternative <laughs> sound. Good and stuff. then, yeah, so from there, uh, transitioned into a live hip hop funk band. So, went more more funky. We went, right, we went right. funky with it, you know? <laughs> so, sure. yeah, so I did that for actually, man, the bulk of my 20s. And, you know, I was so, inf- I was just, you know, I grew up listening to anything from Def Leppard to Metallica to, oh, yeah. to hip hop and, yeah. and Tribe Called Quest and Wu Tang, et cetera. So I had a nice eclectic mix. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, we would always mix it up in our music. Hip hop and rock go so good together. So good. Mm-hmm. People, so, it's so, so underrated. So yes. underrated, yeah. Yeah, it's a very underrated genre for sure. So you, of all those people, though, like when you, because yeah. you were a performer, you were the front man for your, for your band. So... Whose style would you say you emulated when you were on stage? Like, who were you? Who were you trying to channel? Man, Zach de la Rocha. I have to say it like yeah. Spanish. Zach de la Rocha. De, Rocha. de la Rocha. From Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. 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 Just high energy. And high in your energy. Face. In your face. Jump, you know, really being That's, passionate about, the, you know, delivering the message. Yeah. And I was yeah. that guy who was, was definitely channeling, you know, that, yeah. that energy into the hip hop uh, world. Do we got some video of that? Killing in the name. We of, do. There's yes. a YouTube Ooh. video. Is there? Yeah. We got to compare. I, I was, was going to send that to you. And I don't think it's Zach-ish, but it's, it's, it's. You know, hey, man, energetic. it's cool. I, I actually performed that song with my band, um, Killing Killin in the Name. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite songs yeah, to perform because you're just yeah, in your face in the yeah. mic. It was it was really fun. So yeah. that's the name funny. of your band was Killing in the Name? No, that was the name yes. of the song. Okay, well, I know we that. Were a, but we I were Apollo's like, Fall. Okay. Killing in the name would be a good I cover th- band. Well, name. I think there is yeah. a there tribute is a, band yeah. called that, and I was like, "Oh, is there? I've yep. seen them. I didn't know I was seeing you, <laughs> but okay, <laughs> that guy had hair. There's no way that I was, was you. Say, that was a long time ago. So yeah, no. So, but you you were passionate about the music, and and when I've listened to some of your interviews before, that's really what stuck out to me. That's why I wanted to get into that. So, what was it that you loved about music and performing, and what was it that you didn't like? Mm. Mm-hmm. Just the crowd, man. The, the interaction that you would have with the people. You know, mm-hmm. there's a whole different high of being on stage yeah. and having people lose themselves and just have fun. Yeah, and be in that moment. Uh, so when even when we go to concerts and we see people holding their camera and videotaping, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys do that, but when I see that, <laughs> I have to just shake my head because yeah. back in the days, people went to live concerts to be in the moment. Yes. You're not recording it and watching it. I mean, the whole moment, you know, yeah. whole thing of going to a live event is to be able to experience the distortion, the, the vocals, the energy, and, and singing along, I not like this guy. taking your time <laughs> to hold up a ca- you know, camera, yeah. man. Yeah. So 100%. the energy, the yeah. energy. Man, I miss shows. I haven't been to a show in uh, so long. Fuck you, COVID. Uh, <laughs> COVID. I'm, going to, I'm going to my first show next month. Oh, right on. The um, 
my, my buddy's band that plays at Scout Bar. They're playing. They're coming back. Okay. And so. Oh, yeah. Cool. Scout Bar has been packed Man, this whole time. They, they, oh yeah, they, they, they really don't care. Yeah, yeah. they, they had riffraff like two weeks ago, and it was it was shoulder to shoulder. Really? Yeah, yeah. they have not cared. Shout out to Scout Bar. They've been in the game for a minute. Uh, we did oh, a show at have. Scout Bar. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I never got yeah. into Scout Bar. I wanted to. I, yeah. We always used to go to Scout Bar. That was before we had kids. Right. And, uh, so now, no, I used to be there all the time, but I never performed. There. Yeah, shout out to them. Oh, yeah. They've had yeah. they've had legends there. Yeah, I mean, Bone Thugs and Vanilla Ice. Yeah, Vanilla Ice. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and so I remember that show actually. <laughs> a friend of mine invited me. He went to see me. I'm like, nah, bro. Come on, man. You didn't go. I did buy the cassette. You know. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were gonna tell me you I went. And you shaved it. the lightning bolt in your head <laughs> and everything. Oh, no, eyebrow. No, no. no. Eraser. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. Oh so God. what was it? Well, what was tough about music? Because um, at some point your passion began to shift. So what was it about music that made you say maybe? I'm gonna have to start going a different way. Being underpaid, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, so many, truth. so many local artists, you know, going to venues. I remember packing the venue, you mm-hmm. know, Fitzgerald's and all these local venues here in Houston. R.I.P. And oh. R.I.P. God. Fitzgerald. That hit me right in the soul. <laughs> that, that, that broke my heart. Fitzgerald's yeah. <laughs> in the Meridian. Meridian, there's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Meridian. They had a skate park in the back. (laughs) And Numbers is another, uh, you know, I'm not sure if they're still open or not, but these are all the iconic venues. These places are all I mean, they're all like, yeah, just, just, I think Numbers has changed to something else, though. Okay. Warehouse is open. Warehouse Live. Yeah. I I thought Warehouse Live closed too. No, they're open. Are they? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they've been. I think they got some grants too to kind of help them out a little bit. But you wasn't getting. White Oak Music Hall is going. Okay. Okay. So you weren't getting the bag you were looking for. No, nah, man, we would pack it up, and and the venue owners were just like, "Okay, bring it in. You want to play here? You got to bring people right in here." And then we would bring the people, and mm-hmm. then sometimes they wouldn't even pay us, or they'll just say, "We'll just give you a couple of, of beers," you know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, on the house, and that was it. And at that time, we were so excited to perform at these venues that that we had no business you know i was the head you know head guy right. and trying to handle everything you just wanted people to see you that's it man yeah but you know and i think it after a while we did it for for the love of music but right. then after a while we got burned out you know there was, yeah. there was you know always internal band drama and then you're trying <laughs> if to, you watch any good band biopic oh. there's always that one guy who's pissed off that they're not getting paid yeah <laughs> <laughs> man fuck this and then he leaves and then they blow up <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> every single one yeah man but we but, suck it out man yeah, that's that's good, man. So, <laughs> you 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 start to while you're in the music and or while you're doing music, uh, you when we talked before, you told me you started getting into the promotion yeah. and the uh, getting getting your guys' brand out there, and you noticed that you had a niche for that. So, talk about a little bit more about that and how that began to translate to your next move uh, after you decided you weren't going to be a rock star anymore. Yeah, I, well, because I started seeing other independent, you know, local musicians get paid. And I was like, you know, there's there's something here. I really need yeah. to to develop this this business acumen if we want to be successful. And that was unfortunately towards the end of, of the, the band years. Right. But I really started learning about marketing and, what you know, what it takes to to uh, promote yourself and, and market guerrilla marketing on the streets and flyers and then booking our own shows mm-hmm. asking for after a while I was like cool we'll sell tickets but we want 50 percent yeah we want. so i started getting really into the business aspect of music and uh, we started making some money towards the end but i just fell in love with it man and i felt yeah. i saw other independent musicians in our camp in our circle struggle 
so much and really talented local musicians and bands, man. But I really want to help them out. And the more I learned, I just wanted to pass it along. And I yeah. think that's where the teacher became a thing. Yeah. I really want to teach other you know, musicians to, Absolutely. to get their So how do you up. go from being a badass rock star? <laughs> Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> how do you go from that? To podcasting. (laughs) You speak for yourself. Podcast rock star. There you go. That's right. I'm the pod father right now. What are you talking about, bro? Come on, baby. Give me some. Hell yeah. Come on, man. No, man, but that's that's not a, that's there's not a whole lot of, you know, in those biopics, not a lot of guys quit and decided to be a podcaster, maybe a DJ. But do podcasters what? have groupies? We should get some groupies. <laughs> we probably should. I'm sure Joe Rogan has a few. The groupies Spirit Sniffers is kind of our groupie page. No, but so because <laughs> you you realize, okay, I want to help these musicians yeah. with getting their brand out there, branding themselves, making money, turning their passion into profit. And you had a lot of different avenues you could go to. So what was it about podcasting that made you say, because this is what, 20, we're talking 20. 13, 2014 yeah, at this yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like everybody and their mom has a podcast now. But, right. <laughs> but back then, what gave you the foresight to say, hey, I think podcasting might be the way I can I can get my message out? It was the closest thing to kind of pick up a mic and be able to express myself. Yeah. So uh, even prior to getting in, you know, to music, uh, I always wanted to be like an MTV VJ. Yeah. yeah that's I, fun. I, I wanted to like, I was always curious about interviewing celebrities and, and just having all these guests and having these amazing conversations. So when I was introduced to podcasting, I was listening to a lot of business marketing oriented podcasts because mm-hmm. I wanted, once again, I wanted to learn more about business and building an online platform. Right. So after that, I started the podcast to help creative people uh, learn about the business principles. And that was the beginning. But to answer your question, man, I just wanted to to you know get behind the mic. Yes, and I felt like the podcast is your stage. That's why I'm sitting here. You're the MC. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You're the MC. It's this the closest. We couldn't be rock. Exactly. We couldn't be rock stars. This is like the closest we could get. If you could have people in here cheering while you're talking, then it would be equal. <laughs> and, 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 and get this, Nick. This is the beauty about podcasting: is that once you hit that publish button. At a click of a button, you're getting global distribution. Yes. So now you guys have access to be heard on all platforms all yeah. over the world. Yeah. Right. And there's something about with music when you're creating something, say, here, I made this. Mm-hmm. And you're building community and that audience, that fan base. Now we have the opportunity to do the same thing exactly. simply by recording our thoughts and ideas and sharing it. Yeah. And then connecting with people that believe the things that we do. And like yeah. a vibe. So that's powerful, that's, man. Yeah, that's very true. And I didn't I didn't think about the fact that that's how I felt about podcasting until I listened to you have an interview mm. when you said I was a musician, I loved performing, and something about sitting in front of the microphone. And I was like, I feel him. Like <laughs> that is exactly you feel like you got something to say, whether it's musically, because I used to write my own music yeah. too. Musician. Yeah. Yeah. Or whether it's, you know, you have something to say, you want people to hear it. And the cool thing about this cool thing called the interwebs is now you can start your own stuff and you you like you said you build a community so i i didn't make that correlation until i heard you say it but it makes perfect sense so in 2014 you start a podcast and it's entitled uh no permission needed and so what was the vibe for no permission needed who was your because i know you said you gotta have a niche audience you gotta have a niche <laughs> who was your niche audience for the <laughs> no permission needed podcast yet. 
<laughs> so no permission needed was inspired. It was a, a declaration, you know, no permission needed, helping creatives give themselves permission to do the damn thing, right. to be able to create and, and, and create, you know, and take their passion into profit. And I wanted to help creatives, independent musicians, painters, artists of all kinds, and then again, helping them out. Yeah. And so I would interview some of the top people in the marketing business game and people that I never would have access to. Next thing you know, and I'm reaching out and saying, hey, listen, I have a podcast because I really want to help creative uh, entrepreneurs. Would you be interested in being on the show? And they would all say yes. Mm-hmm. And I had some pretty heavy hitters on the show right out the gate, that which really helped um, right. swing the, the show into popularity in the beginning. Yeah, for iTunes. sure. So, yeah, man, that was kind of the, uh, the inspiration behind it. Excellent. Cool. So when you're doing this, now you're, you know, because podcasting, it is different. And, and I'm going to ask you uh, how, later how you would compare the two. But while you're doing this, like you're kind of new to the podcast game, but you're still, you're in that teacher role. Mm. But so who was your Ozil de Bastos when you were coming up in the podcast, in the podcast game? So there was this guy named, actually still in the game. His name is Andrew Warner. He has a podcast called Mixergy. Okay. And uh, he is still, and as a matter of fact, he was one of the first podcasters, I think about three years ago, that did a subscription-based service for oh, okay. exclusive content. Now Apple and Spotify right, are doing right. that now. Yes, they but are. But before that, uh, this guy was actually getting paid and monetizing his podcast in a big way uh, three years ago. So he's, he's an OG, and he was somebody who I really look okay. up to, and, and a, such a really great interviewer which is something that I really, as a podcaster, none of us, did you guys go to broadcasting school? No. Did you, did, no. Did you learn like Not audio engineering? Not really. See, I, I barely went to school school. <laughs> so here, here's the thing, just nope. even like being in the room with you guys, like, you know, Josh is doing his thing. He's obviously knows what he's doing. Yeah. And you guys are like natural. Like people don't know when they go to podcasting, what makes, and I know I'm jumping here, but people always ask me what makes a, a podcast great. And to me is, is the personalities behind the microphone, mm-hmm. but really understanding a sense of, of broadcasting. A lot of us didn't go to broadcasting school. Nobody right. has formal training. But I think if you pay attention to, you know, the Howard Stearns of the world mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. the people that do radio, right, um, right. You can, we can take that and adopt that and bring that into podcasting. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, you guys do a fantastic job of making this professional, of incorporating video. The, the live reads and, and, and the headlines, amazing yeah, job. And just watching you. Thank you. You're, you're, you're pros. Yeah. We're trying. I'm, 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 I'm giving you, I'm giving you an early grade here, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to sign off like, we're Nick. We're already done. So, I mean, anyway, so you guys no, are, are I, awesome. No, I, yeah, I appreciate that. It Much takes, respect. It, and I, have, I will be the first person to admit, because people ask, well, what podcast do you listen to? To be honest with you, before I started this, I didn't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I did have a lot of, Radio host okay. inspiration. Yeah. People I, like I, Howard Stern. I, could I used to listen to Jim Rome all the time, <laughs> all the time, and yeah. he's a, he's an OG in the game. Um, old school DJs like Rick Dees and even here locally Sam Malone. Like I paid attention mm-hmm. to those guys mm-hmm. and the stuff that they did. And then um, it's a lot of Casey Kasem. Some Casey of Kasem. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just had yeah, that that's voice another one. Like, mm, yeah, that's Sunday. another one. And also sports broadcasters. <laughs> yeah, also sports broadcasters like. Um, like not Joe Buck. Yeah, not, not Joe, Joe Buck. Buck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his name is escaping for the Dodgers. Oh man, oh, I'm gonna be really mad at myself when I listen back to this. You are because you're gonna be. Like, I know who it is. I know who it is. <laughs> uh, oh. Vince Scully. Vince Scully. Yeah. yeah, even yeah. him. Like just the golden pipes on that man. So I drew a lot of inspiration from that. So that's what I was curious. Who your Ozil was? Yeah. 
And um, that's cool. What's the best constructive criticism you ever got about your podcast Ooh, when you were coming up? That's, that's, that's a good question. That's a good one. Question, man. He's so calm. He's so proud. He has, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I put some forethought <laughs> in this interview. I listen to this man and his advice on interviews, yeah. man. Like Thanks, you give man. wonderful advice on interviews. You've helped me become a better interviewer. I will tell you that. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, what was some good? What are, what are you passing on that you learned mm. from from your mentors? Uh, what was the best constructive criticism you got? The I mean, you can tell me your podcast was perfect and nobody had nothing. Not at all. <laughs> far from it. It, it. it took me some time. And as you know, we're always learning. Yes. So this is the, the beautiful thing about this medium. Yeah. Man, I think the best advice that I got in regards to interviewing, because I was so passionate about it, somebody says, don't be afraid. Embrace the pause. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of the silence. That you don't have to fill every end of what somebody says. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Why are you looking at I'm me? I'm so glad he came on the show to I'm just, Hey, what I tell you? I he's take blown me away for the last whatever minute we've been in here doing this. So, yeah. Kind of like in a different direction, but you know, I'm a I'm a graphic designer. So in the graphic design world. People are like, appreciate the white space. Use yeah, the white space. It. The whole page does not have to be filled with graphics and stuff. Like, use Beautiful. that, that yeah. emptiness. Same. It's there for a reason. Yeah. Same applies. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I, I appreciate a good pause as long as it is not too long. <laughs> Me and him edit together, and if yeah. there's any dead space, I'm like, yeah, you need to cut that. Delete it. Delete it. And in radio, in radio, that's huge. I mean, they call it dead yeah, air, right? Right. And and they would say, hey, listen, don't do that because. But with that's podcasting, money. with podcasting, because it's such an intimate platform mm-hmm. that I think even radio didn't have. Right. right? Radio is just a boom, 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 boom. Right. Ads. Yeah. You know, song back at it. But with podcasting, like it's so it's a conversational platform that people expected that pausing. If there's something about it that allows you to kind of process it, think, and I think that's the reason why it's such an intimate platform because it just it sticks with you deeper than radio okay. does. Well, and, and it could be a. Emo- I still so say much if it's longer than three seconds, we're cutting. Yeah, you're ready to go. Going off what he said is there could be so much emotion on that pause. That's it. Like when we've had when 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 our first episode when Nick and uh, uh, Chris was doing his his rant, those pauses you could tell. That he was no, absolutely, in, definitely it, into. I was just like, the air got heavy when he stopped talking. I was like, <laughs> for oh, sure, here it comes. Like, what, what? And see, in some of those pauses, most of the pauses I left. It was the yeah. really long ones that, yeah. And you get like hear him breathing in the background. I'm like, <laughs> because like, here's the thing, it's, that I'm, gorilla. I, I'm more like on our on Ozil, What we do, and I don't want to. We'll, we'll get back on topic. And what we do is on our video, we leave that's raw, that's uncut. If you want to watch us mess up and say uh 500 times like watch the video the audio side i don't get to dazzle them with the cute little bells and whistles that i get to dazzle them with on the video they're just listening (laughs) they are so it needs to be pleasant to listen to so in my opinion i I, when i put out our audio i want it to be a very pristine edit Mm -hmm. if somebody's burps in the microphone like yeah i'm gonna cut that out or that hasn't happened yet (laughs) hasn't happened yet but you know and and so i try to put a really clean edit on that but I'm surprised they didn't tell you that I was being like a drill sergeant before you came in here. Because I'm You're always with you. a drill sergeant. <laughs> you were like the most highly anticipated guest I've had since Rose the Hypnotist, or Josh would call her the psychic. So I was like, <laughs> wow. yeah, but no, we, we were really looking forward to you oh, coming man, here. And we were looking man. forward to your constructive criticism. So I was just curious what what it was you had to work on when you were early in the game. So you didn't just rest your laurels at podcasts, though. Um you decided 
that you wanted to do more than just do a podcast. And I want to talk about how you started to build the community. Now, before it was Pod Houston, it was called Beginner Podcast. Correct, yeah. And this is in 2017. Now, what made you decide that you wanted to join together with other people with the same passion uh, for podcasting and start a new community? I've always been big on community, you know, whether I was a musician trying to connect with my audience mm-hmm. on, remember MySpace? Oh, yes. Yeah. Back in the MySpace days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our band had that. You could so. play your own crappy music at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I used to hate that. Like, turn that off, man. <laughs> but yeah, so I was uh, building communities on MySpace and on different blog uh, forums. And then from there, um, I was there was a great blogging community here in, in Houston, and there were different little subgroups. But I was like, "Where are the podcasters at?" And when I did a search, I I didn't know. I wanted to connect with local podcasters, yeah. so I went on Meetup.com, and uh, initially it was to help people like start their own podcast. I call it beginner podcast, right? Because it's like many people don't, you know, they're just starting off or whatnot. And to my own surprise, it was it was like 20 people showed up at a cafe in Houston, uh, Cafe Brazil. And some of them were intermediate podcasters. And they were like, oh, listen, we're really excited to be a part of this because we didn't know that there were other podcasters right. out here in this community. So we met up and uh, they were like, well, we want to do this again. When, when can we meet up again? And from there uh, transpired uh, Pod Houston, which got rebranded. Mm-hmm. And then we started doing monthly uh, events where I would bring in different speakers and we would talk about branding and marketing your podcasts and then making it very educational slash, you know, community oriented where we can support them as well. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And before COVID, you guys were doing this we're rocking in, it, person. Man, on, in person. In person. Yes. I'm looking we're forward. like giving each other hugs. And right. Like, mm-hmm. Right. I hope you guys can bring that back, man. Because there's yeah. a real, I've met a lot of really cool people in the Pod Houston yeah, group. Man. And you said you started with 20 people in a cafe. And you told me yesterday y'all have two thousand people yeah. on your email it's list. Wow, yeah. that's so, awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. and it's it, what's cool about it is I still feel like I'm still like in it, kind of the beginning stage still. <laughs> like when there's ten million people in the group, I'll be like, I was there when there was two thousand. Yeah, that's right. Like I'm an OG. <laughs> I'm an OG. <laughs> you know. So, but yeah. it is really cool, and I've met Thanks, some. Man. I've met some awesome people there. Um, what's cool about the community is, I, I've seen it happen so many times. Number one whenever you join, we're talking about the social media part of it. When you join the social media group, Ozil will make a post every week naming the new people who've joined and like, hey, let's welcome these people into the community. And that's, I've joined, a, I told him yesterday, I joined a lot of podcast groups that as soon as I went in there, they never said a word to me. And if I posted the wrong thing one time, boop, like you're kicked <laughs> off. And it's, But I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that. Like you didn't even say anything. They just kick you straight out. But Pod Houston is such an awesome group of people. Um, my buddy Dustin Kane, he does a podcast here in um, in Deer Park as well, the Barbarically Candid podcast. He's also a part of Pod Houston, so it's a really cool group, and it it's an idea that I thought to myself, I want a podcast, and I never even considered that maybe there was a network group mm-hmm. of more podcasters. So the fact that you came up with that idea on your own, it hadn't existed yet, and you decided I'm going to create this. Uh, I think that's awesome. So you said in 2017, you start that now. Um, you met people on Meetup, which I I thought Meetup was a dating site until you said this yesterday. Like, no yeah, lie. Yeah, me, me too. Like, <laughs> me too. You can meet up for anything. Okay, okay. I thought it was a dating yeah. site. I did Meetup for like WordPress. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, right, that's yeah. funny. Yeah, Is that for your was. Instagram page? <laughs> my website. So now that you got... My OnlyFans. <laughs> oh. So once you got this community... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to put that on the screen now, Nick. <laughs> 
Naomi's uh, there is OnlyFans. no OnlyFans. Can we, yeah, I'll, I just need to get, we'll put that ad on the YouTube page so we can get the views. And then, yeah. So if you listen gotcha. to this now, go back Uh-oh. to the YouTube. It will show no, you. No, but um, so once, once again, you didn't rest your laurels of just putting this group together. Now you wanted to put your money where your mouth is and you began turning your passion into profit. So I want to talk about Podcast Influence Academy, mm-hmm. um, which started as Pod Houston Insiders, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's your master class. I want to know where you came up with the idea and what gave you the sense that there was a market that people would actually invest money into, uh, I, don't, I guess, into to your knowledge and what you know and how you can help them in their yeah, brand. That's a great question. So I was doing a lot of one-on-one coaching helping people start their podcast, right? So it's like a, a eight week program. And then after that, they're like, okay, this is great. I have my podcast, but you know, I still need to be motivated to show up. And you know, we know this podcasting could be a lonely road. It's just you and the mic and your truth. Right. Right. It's just you. And after a while, and you know, you guys know that it's, it's a lot of work. Yes. So accountability and that support and that mindset, and then you're growing and then you start looking that the podcast isn't growing, uh, you know, in download numbers. And then right. next thing you know, the imposter syndrome. So what I started discovering, guys, is that, you know, with podcasting, there's one part of just publishing and, and getting the content out there. But there was another part that was heavily like mindset that, you know, when you're creating, you need that accountability and that support. So I created mm-hmm. Podcast Influence Academy to keep people motivated, accountable, have them feel supported on a monthly basis. So we have two events. So one of them is I have a speaker that comes in virtually that talks about branding. And I invite other people from like Squadcast and Lipson and some of the people in the podcasting space. And they're sharing their knowledge. And then the other week, in every other two weeks, uh, we meet up and we have accountability sessions where we're talking about, hey, what's your biggest struggle? You know, what, what's happening? What can I hold you accountable? And, and a lot of them are saying, hey, listen, I, I just want to quit or I'm just I don't feel like, you know, life is happening. I have a wife and kids. You know, yeah. I don't know what to do. And, you know, we, we help them kind of get through that hurdle. So yeah. it's, it's a lot of just accountability and support. I, so, I was there before these guys came along. And yeah. I'll be honest with you, um, being a part of the Pod Houston group and seeing you guys, um, seeing your posts and looking at guys doing lives and you uh, that that kept me invested in the game too. So I will let you know that yeah. what you intended it to do, it did. Now I'm not, right. I am currently not a member of the podcast influence Academy, but we talked about it. Like mm-hmm. that's going to be a thing. We'll change that. Like I, I would love to be, be, to be a part of that. And um, hopefully, hopefully all of us can, that, that'd be great. Yeah. But you actually answered my next question. I was going to ask you what the benefits are, but I mean, that's it right there. You talked about it. I mean, podcasting does become a lonely road and there's so many people and I want to emphasize this because so many people ask me how, Oh man, I want to podcast. And that's how I felt when Chris Khan had a podcast. I was like, Ooh, I can do that. I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is fun on yeah. recording day. It's super fun. What we're doing right now. This is hella fun. <laughs> Everything else is kind of not fun. Not it can be like, I do enjoy editing sometimes. Sometimes I don't enjoy editing. Like it's, but it's work. And it's something that you got to be committed to, especially if you want to be successful. One of the biggest things I took away from you before I started listening to your advice, we would just record whenever we could Mm. put out an episode whenever Mm -hmm. we could. We didn't have any consistency to it. And not only was it you, but my wife was like, "Uh -uh. you got to figure like, because I'll be like, (laughs) I think I'll record today. No, we have this, this and this to do. So my wife told me, like, you guys got to get on the schedule and I'll give her credit for that because she put us on a schedule. And right now. 
you know, we're, this is our third season in, we're five episodes in, like we have a system and it's working. Um, and so that's very important and that's really good advice to give. And I'm, and I'm glad you're supporting one another. And guys, if you want to, if you're podcasting and you want to quit, don't quit, don't quit. Maybe take a week off, but don't quit. Like I, that's the, I almost quit in 2020 and I'm glad that I didn't. Cause now I got the most awesome lady Look host in the business. Look at that. I got my pot. I got, <laughs> and I got, I got my, my producer, Josh, and I got Ozil the Bastos to come on our freaking show. If I had <laughs> quit last year, that wouldn't have happened. That's right. So I, I like what you said though, Nick is uh, all of us, uh, everyone on Facebook or Instagram or whatever sees the fun that we have, but doesn't realize the work yeah. that we're putting in behind it. We're having these meetings. And for example, I'm sure we're going to, when we get done with this one, we're going to have another meeting about what our next episode, there's a yeah. lot of stuff that goes into it other than just sitting, uh, sitting here for an hour and a half. For recording. Right. There's, right. there's, I mean, so if you can, if, if you can find a podcast where you can just show up and talk and then leave cool, like, but more power to you, <laughs> more yeah. power to you, but yeah. it, there's work, man. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so I, I can appreciate that for sure. So what's the ultimate goal? For Podcast Influence Academy, like what's, where do you see that? Where do you want for that? And then we'll talk about later what you see for yourself individually. But for that Podcast Influence Academy. Yeah, I'm, so my current goal is to get a thousand, you know, podcasters in the group where we're helping them grow right. their podcast. What's the number you got now? Uh, right now we have 16. Okay, so, so we got yeah, some. It, we got some. It, it, we, we got some work to we do. We got some work to do. We got that. That's that's the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the ambitious no, man, goal, but we're, man. we're putting that out in the universe but right we're, now. We're gonna, gonna manifest happen. that, and but. I can feel you staring through me like seventeen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. Right, right. Yeah, we'd be almost there. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So you want to get a thousand people in, and then what's that going to look like? Just you know, live events. You know, going back to live events, I mean, as, as somebody who's hosted so many live events, even during the music days as well, that's where I thrive off of, where I can help other podcasters. I would love to get the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit, like to do a live show that would be at, awesome. at, at one of our events. That yes. would be amazing. Yes. You know? we're, we're trying to, we're, we're trying, no, no, no. We're trying to plan some lives and that would, that would be amazing. We're we would in. love to do that. We're in. Yeah, we're in. Yeah, you you yeah. make the call. I already you, got a you PA. You host the event. We'll I, be there. I got a PA system. I got everything you we get need. get hooked up. Yeah. 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 I got everything you need. You just let us know where Boom. and what time. We're, we'll be there. Yeah. Because I, I think that's going to be the future. I think that after uh, all this passes, we're going to see podcasters take it to the streets. I believe yes. that that's, that's a great Ooh. marketing yeah. Uh, technique and, and just a great opportunity for podcasters to get outside of the studio and really start building yeah. community I, like I, a musician was back in the day. Right. I thought about that just like musicians. I was like, what if Passing you went, what if you went, <laughs> what if you went to Street a bar? Even. What if you went to a bar and instead of people playing, you know, Journey, uh, don't it's don't stop believing. Don't stop believing. I'm over Tennessee whiskey and journey. <laughs> exactly for the eight thousandth time. Like, why not have some podcasters set up and just start a? You have bar conversations all the time, right? Why not have a podcast bar conversation? Right. I've thought about that so many That's times. A great concept. Uh, yes, um, Republic House in Pasadena. Holler, you boy. Um, my mm. my local bar down the street is Mankind, and I'm sure Mankind. Be, yeah, Mankind. They'd be down. Right. See, they're all local people. It's all people that live in that neighborhood right there. Mm. That's what's up. My neighborhood. There you go. Boom. See, you come see, in see, here, you ideas. come in here, and we the energy this, is flowing, like Let's the creativity go. is flowing. I love yes, it. Yes. I love it. So, I want you to talk to the aspiring podcaster or maybe the existing podcaster and mm. tell them um, how they can become a part of the podcaster podcast influence academy. So, it's podinfluence.com. Okay. Okay. You go there, and uh, I'll make you, sure we have a graphic. Yes, and appreciate that. Yeah. So, it's uh, a monthly basis, or you can uh, get a discount if you. It's a yearly. 
uh, commitment. Okay. But yeah, we're seeing a lot of people. We have a doctor in there who has been in the group. And I've noticed this, guys, that the people that are like Pod Houston, you know, are represented doing, you guys are, are, are rocking it, you know. Thank you. And then we have other people that are struggle. And then what I've noticed is that the people that invest in themselves, that really take time to pro up and to level up their game, like the insiders, mm-hmm. they're the ones succeeding right now. So Junu is crushing it. We have a doctor there who's got his first sponsor because awesome. they're in there, they're in the mix, they're brainstorming with other independent podcasters that are serious yeah. about podcasting. So they're getting the resources, the, the latest, you know, trends and news. And because they invested themselves, man, they're just they're doing great things with the podcast. Yeah, so I amazing. think there's there's another huge benefit for yeah. being a part of a mastermind. And the market, I believe, is still ripe. Yes, I know there's it is. I know there's over a million podcasts that exist right now. But considering how which, many people, which is a baby because I, a baby. I think it's like three billion YouTubers. Right. Or something. Yeah, I mean it's just it's crazy. I mean there's, it's it's oversaturated, but there's yeah. still people starting YouTube channels. Yeah. And uh but YouTube, I mean, podcasting is still a baby in the game. Was there something you were gonna add, Josh? No, I was, I was just gonna say You're that, muted. I was just gonna <laughs> say that um even though there's that many out there, not all those podcasts are the same. Correct. They're right. all different. They're not all and not like everybody's Joe serious. Like, a, like no, we've not. we've known yeah, some people yeah, who yeah, weren't yeah, that serious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, so um, I think that's awesome. You want you you probably don't want to throw the price at them right now. Let's wait till they go to potinfluence.com. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the best. Okay, potinfluence.com. Yeah. Check it's, it out. Read it. There's information. It's affordable. You don't have to be a oh, million, absolutely. You don't have to be a millionaire yeah, yeah, not, to join the podcast not at all. Academy. Not that's at what's all. up. So what's next, Ozil? For you, um, man, where do you see yourself five, ten years from now? What's, I'm, what's I'm, I'm gonna start doing? a new rock band. Ooh. Yes, yeah. I'm starting. Hey, you know we got karaoke on our next segment, so uh, oh we Watch might out. just we might just fix that wheel. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> no, actually, so I, actually, I've, I've thought about maybe you know getting back into my my, my effort bucket list. Right, is to, to, to you know start a band again. But no, um, speaking, I, I, I love speaking. I was telling this, uh, mentioned this to Nick not too long ago yesterday about. I love public speaking mm-hmm. and any opportunity I get, once again, I guess because of the musician, you know, the, the front man in me, yeah. any opportunity I can get to be able to get on stage and share my love and passion for helping people humanize their expertise, their passion, their leadership through podcasting, through voice, yeah. I would do just that and speaking and then hosting events and then educating and helping independent podcasters. That's what's that's, up, that's, man. That's going to be the, the pod father. Pod father, baby. Pod father. That's a new the name. The podcast Dalai Lama. I love, I love it. to the Chambers of Commerce over there on so, the side. So, I mean, let's, let's, I'm, I'm a firm believer in the energy you put out into this universe is the energy you receive. So let's put it out there, man. I mean, what, what size groups are we talking about? Are you going to be selling out Toyota Center? Yeah. What is it? Reliant? Like how many people are going to well, be coming go. to see yes. Ozeal? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's I mean, to game, fill up, yeah, Toyota Center would be nice. That'd uh, be really nice. Get, get some Tony <laughs> Robbins numbers up. Yes, there, like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. We talked about yesterday, Gary V. I mean, Gary V. He's killing it, man. And he he's changed that dude because he'll do. He can go. He can go sell out an entire forum. Oh, he's a rock star. He's I, a rock star. I, I went to go him, see him. Speak or he'll just, get on Zoom with like Joe Blow. Right. And sit there and talk to him. Yeah. And I've watched that. And I'll be like, and these people, they'll be on Zoom with Gary V and they start freaking out. They're like, oh my God, it's Gary V, you know, but he's, he's not personal. I get his text messages to my phone even now. Like I'm a part of his text message group. So um, the cool thing about what we do, I'm putting myself in the same elbow space as you. Like I'm rubbing <laughs> elbows with Ozeal. The cool thing about what we do. And the reason I started this podcast from the beginning is because I wanted to encourage thoughtful 
positive conversation. I was tired of hearing negativity on the radio. Everything was about politics and left this and right that. And I just wanted to come and spread some love and good vibes, man, and build a community. We don't have a community to the size of your community, but the spirit sniffers is a thing. Like smells like middle-aged spirit. We got a group of people that it feels like family. And I've got to get on this mic and I've got to pour my heart and soul out and be honest about myself. And now Naomi and Josh and, and Chris have the opportunity to do the same thing. It's just, there's nothing like it, man. I love it. Like any, I will never tell anybody don't start a podcast. Like absolutely start a podcast. (laughs) 100%. And one thing I wanted to mention, because we talked about it yesterday, you know, you were talking about how, let's say you, you brought up, you have a doctor who does a podcast. Like, it'd be really nice if he could go rent out a space and say, hey, I got a TED Talk, guys. You guys come pay me X amount of dollars, and I'll tell you everything I know about podiatry. But more than likely, that's not going to happen. But you can turn on your phone, plug in a microphone, and, and talk, and right. all of a sudden, you have an audience of people who are listening to you. And so... It's it's great. I love it. I want to do it forever. And I told Lucille yesterday, <laughs> the cool thing is like my great great grandkids will be able to hear my words. So I mean, podcasting. Yeah, I mean, if you cool. think about it, I mean, think about yeah. it. I mean, what if we had, you know, if if uh, Benjamin Franklin or Bruce Lee had a right? podcast? You know what I'm saying? Where we can actually go back. And Frederick listen. Douglass. I've Frederick, been watching, I mean, I've been watching his YouTube. That that YouTube. Uh, not YouTube. It's on Netflix. There's a okay. documentary about. Man, yeah, that Some would be the brilliant amazing. minds. You know, yeah. so what we're doing is documenting through voice where our kids yeah. and after right. we're gone, they're gonna say, look at their body of work. Like just right. plug in and listen. And and I think to me, podcasting is timeless. And I think for we're sure. see that. Benjamin so, Franklin. Audio archive. That's right. Frederick Douglass, Nick Stevenson. It's all you know. There you go. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, man. Oh my goodness, man. Did you just put yourself with those two? <laughs> that was I was obviously a joke. Let's I I'm not, I'm not, not I'm not. It, it was, was a joke. joke. It was very serious. <laughs> a joke. Nick, Nick no. has been so hyped up since the no, beginning here's of this a, episode. No, but yes. here's the thing. This is what I did say. And even if it's just a small sliver of the world, yeah. my motto is what if a couple of nobodies from Texas change the world? Mm. And if we just change our little sliver, Deer Park, Texas, if we have a conversation with somebody that most of the people in this town couldn't relate to, don't know anything that would make them feel like they could empathize with that person, but they trust us. So we bring in that person and we start having the conversation. Maybe one person in Deer Park has their eyes open to something that they didn't realize um, that, that that existed or that they needed to know. That's cool. That's us changing our little sliver of the world. Absolutely. So that's that's the cool thing about podcasting. Are you focused on, on Deer Park? Is this kind of the, the target um, audience? No, because, okay, we I would like to be synopsis- I would, is that the right? No. No, that's not. Synonymous. 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 <laughs> there you go. I would like to, when people think Deer Park, I want them to say, hey, that's where they record Smells Like Middle East Spirit podcast. But we have a national and even global sure. audience already. We have people who listen regularly in France. Um, I think your family, is your family listening in? Holland. In Holland, yeah. Uh, we got some listens from Brazil, Russia. There's two yes. listens. I figured that's just Putin and his homeboy. I don't know. <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> and, right? Because Putin's got to listen to make sure it's okay for the rest of the Russians to listen exactly. to. Right? Obviously, it wasn't if there's only two listens. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like Putin's like, we can't, no, we can't have them listen to this. Too much freedom. No, no, no. No, so um, 
Yeah, man, it's it's great. I love it. There's times I hate it, but I love it. It's it it's is a love hate relationship. Yeah, it is, it absolutely, is. it is, man. It is. But um, man, I want everything that you were hoping for, Ozio. All the goals you're setting for yourself, I want them to come true because you're just a good dude, man, and you're paying it forward. And good things come to people who do good Appreciate for it, other yeah. people, man. So I'm really excited you're here. Thank why you. don't we um, why don't we get an ad for Myriad Mobile, and then we're gonna put Ozio. In the smells like really put him in the smells like middle aged spirit world. Uh, we're gonna do a little bit of wheel of spirit, <laughs> and um, we're gonna do the tiny wheel. I didn't want to write on my big wheel. You see, the we, tiny have a, wheel. we have a big wheel there. The tiny wheel. <laughs> I just love how you say it. I get the tiny wheel. The tiny wheel. <laughs> tiny you got wheel one of our biggest guests. One of the biggest guests, and you gonna bring out the tiny wheel? Come on, man. We're only gonna spin it once, okay? Yeah, Those. Yeah. I'm trying to save marker ink. Like we're not we're not that profitable. We're not that profitable oh. yet. <laughs> no man, so let's get an ad from Myriad Mobile before we get into uh the tiny wheel of spirit. Hey guys, it's Nick Stevenson again. Here to tell you about my friend Brian Wells and his mobile welding and mobile mechanic service, Myriad Mobile. Brian has been welding for over 20 years and he will let his work speak for itself. Welding repairs, whether they're industrial or residential, wrought iron fencing, he can repair that old rusty fence and repaint it, or he'll even build you a new one. Oh, and in case you missed it, that's right. I also said that Brian offers mobile mechanic services. You need a part changed? Your brakes or your oil changed? Why not do it from the comfort of your own home? Myriad Mobile will come to you. So whether it's an industrial or residential welding repair, or you need a new fence, or you don't want to drive or have your car towed to the mechanic shop, then call my friend Brian Wells at Myriad Mobile. The number to call is 713-538-6938. That's 713-538-6938. Myriad Mobile, welding and car repair. Tell them that Nick from the Smells Like Middle Aged Spirit podcast sent you. Josh Beard loves his bump back. Dude, this is his jam. Thing, I love you it need too. to make this your ringtone. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you go. <laughs> okay, so we don't have any special intro from uh, my man Keith. Uh, AKA your imaging guy over at Fiverr. By the way, if any, I know you probably brought a lot of ears and eyes with you. Anybody starting a podcast and they want voiceover work, you heard our guy. He's the best in the biz. And I, I sent him a list of things that I wanted at like 10 o'clock at night. And he gives you a three day, he gives you a three day window. I sent it to him at 10 o'clock at night. It was in my inbox when I woke up the next morning. He's he laid down six tracks. He's a beast Fishing. and he's the best. His name is um, Keith. But his uh, username is your imaging guy on Fiverr. Y'all go check him out. Um, all right, so I'm gonna bring up the tiny wheel. So, do do you get the concept of the wheel of spirit? Sometimes there's not just one topic okay. we want to talk about. So what we'll do is we'll get a wheel and we'll spin it, and whatever lands on it, like it. And we it, let fate decide. <laughs> we let fate, fate decide. decide. So um, I sent you a list of some of the things that are on my wheel, and I know uh, you want to. You got the Bluetooth channel up. Yes, sir. All right. I know there's probably a couple things you're hoping don't show up. You know, let me. Screen- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to screen record this so our audience will be able to see. Let's see. So they know that we're not cheating. Yeah, <laughs> so let's see what the wheel tells us that we're doing today. I'm sweating. Are you sweating? Are you nervous? I'm so nervous. <laughs> All right. I can always just get up. I'm cool with it. <laughs> Spanking your child? Yes or okay. no? 
Oh, oh, spanking your child. We're definitely oh. going to do another spin. Yeah, I heard spanking and I was like. I got excited. And then I was like, Whoa. oh. I was like, oh. Child. Spanking. <laughs> this is going to be a really fast conversation. Nah. Yes, you should spank your kids. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> should we spin the wheel again? But just not for the hell of it, though. <laughs> right, right, right. Here's well, obviously not your kids. Okay. This might, this might actually turn into a conversation. <laughs> um, like, I got spanked when I was a kid. And yeah. what's funny about it is my mother will tell anybody, like, I probably spanked him too much. I was a good kid. And my mom, actually, as I became an adult later in life, she apologized to me. She's like, <laughs> I spanked you way too much. And really what that said to me is like, yeah, you realized how good I was after my brother was born. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know. But um, but it, I feel like it made me a better. It taught me the to think about consequences before I do something. And I feel like it worked for me. Uh, my kids don't get spanked nearly as much as I. I don't remember the last time I spanked my kids. I, the only, I, 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 I think it has. I, th <laughs> I think it has its place <laughs> in discipline. Um, but you should never do it when you're angry, and you should never go overboard. There's a difference yeah, between agree. spanking and beating. There's a difference. Yes. Yeah, there's there a very, and and people tend to get that confused. Right, but I mean, okay, so you know, you know my ethnicity. I have a black mama, so. When we say she whooped your ass. You were screwed. <laughs> she whooped your ass. It was a spanking, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like it sounds worse if they whooped your ass. But it was just a spanking. She wasn't like throwing any left crosses or anything. Get your ass back in the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But um I, I think I think spanking if it's done the right way, if it's not overboard, I I, I agree with it. You're with it. I don't know. Yeah. How about you? Uh your children well, are listening. Yeah, they better not be listening. <laughs> yeah, this is 18 or older. If, if you're listening, what are your kids' names again? I'm sorry. Jackson and Harper. Jackson and Harper, turn this shit off right now. <laughs> Go to bed. <laughs> they no. better not be listening. Uh, no, they get spankings. Um, I don't think I've ever had to spank my daughter. I don't I, I yeah. really don't think I have. I can count on like two fingers and have a finger left over maybe for Maddie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my girls are so good. Boys my son... <laughs> I can't give him spankings anymore. The last time I tried, he like turned around and laughed at me. <laughs> and then I wanted to give him a black eye, so I had to leave. <laughs> That's how I announced to my father he's never going to spank me again. He smacked yep. me, and I just looked at him. Yep. <laughs> and that shit hurt. I'm not going to lie. I was fake. I was like, man. And like on the inside, I was like, mm -hmm. I bruised my finger. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Oh, man. You know what, Ozil? I've, I've never asked you this. Like, do you have a family? You got kids, a yeah. wife? Like, what's, what's four year old? You got a four year old. A four year old. Yeah. So, are you married or you're no, uh, not married, single father? D yeah, single father. And I'm telling you, ladies, he's Ooh. as good looking hey, in person hey, 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 hey. as he is. Yeah. You know, I had a feeling you were single because when I was really? listening to you and John knew it, like, y'all had a little, we had a little, uh, you had a little moment there. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jenny was a very beautiful young lady, yes, and she's very full of energy. Does she have an Instagram page? I'm I'm sure that she, yeah, does. she does. I'm sure that she does. <laughs> I'm sure that she does. But don't get that's Ozil's future wife, man. Don't don't <laughs> No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> no, okay, so you have a four year old. What's what's it's it's a boy or a girl? Boy. It's a boy. Okay. James. So how do you feel about Yeah. Spanking. Well, my father used to spank me, man. He was yeah. he was a brutal, like you know, Latino. Just right. he thought he was Zorro. Like so, he you like, caught flip flops, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, Listen, that's real. That yeah. chancla is real. So, he wore them so, thick ass belts too. And, 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 yeah, yeah. So he would. My mom would be get so upset too because he literally like he would throw the chancla, you know, the shoe, <laughs> and if he missed, he'll be like. 
pick it up, bring it back. <laughs> I missed that one. Go and do it again. Literally, he just, he gamified the shit. Like, uh, <laughs> he's like, he gave himself on. a strike zone. Yeah, like, that's like, just ball on, one. Man. That's ball one. You bring it back, bring it back. But I, I tell you what, even growing up, I mean, I felt like, I don't know if it really, yes, I, I feel you on the consequences, but it really instilled a lot of fear in me, man. Did to it? where I wasn't really able to cultivate okay. uh, a, a really good relationship with him. Right. He was brutal. He, he was pretty brutal with yeah. it. Uh, sometimes going overboard. So that's that, has a lot to do with it too. You gotta how you came up. So you yeah. probably decided when I have a son, it's yeah. not gonna be like so that. Yeah, so I don't spank him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good. And I'm sure yeah. I'm sure he's gonna be just I, I know Chris Clark never received one spanking. Now he was like a hellion as a teenager, but he turned out hellion to be Hellion is not even the right word. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. Like but he his mom told me, like I, I told my husband when I met him, before we have kids, I will I will not have kids with you before I will have kids with you, but you're never gonna lay a finger on them. Mm-hmm. And that's how he grew up. And I asked him, Are you gonna raise your kids the same way? Because that's that's a risky proposition, man. But um that's pretty much that's pretty much the way he's gone about it. And I, it what it goes to show me is there's no one way to do it. Yeah. There really is yeah. not one way. Like you that's have right. to know your kids and know how they understand consequences and I don't I used to be one of those people like, oh, you should just spank your kid more. But that's not my place to tell somebody like <laughs> what they should do. But so, no, I it's for me. I, I definitely did not spank my children as much as I got spanked. And my kids will probably like the spanking in my lineage is probably just fading away. Like maybe they <laughs> <laughs> they probably won't spank their kids, which is which is I don't know. It's a debate. A lot of people are like, think, oh, that's what's debate. that's what's wrong with this generation is. Yeah, I mean it's okay to not be, like you said, motivated by fear though. If yeah. if that makes this generation worse than the last because we're not motivated by fear, well, I mean I would say that's that's not a bad thing. So yeah, okay. I was a, I was a PE coach for three years. It is a uh-huh. little fun fact: PE coach, elementary. And coach Ozeal. Coach Coach yeah. Oz is what Coach call. Oz. Okay. Coach hey. Oz. Yeah. 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 So Coach Oz, and I remember. I mean, some of those kids, man. I mean, trust yeah. Me, I, was like, I couldn't do it, bro. I mean, there was some because it's just a whole different attitude, different mentality. So yeah, and it's somebody else's kid. So like, you won't miss them if they die. You're like, <laughs> 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 like, where's your mama at? Like, no, I, I couldn't do it, man. I told my because yeah, my son, used to, my son used to go to the principal a lot, mm. and I used to when I'd have a meeting with her, I was like, God bless you, like especially junior high kids. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, and I wouldn't be able to do junior. Yeah. No, not, not, that's not, not, no, not right crazy now. Thing. Yeah, because right they're just. Oh. They're got their I think own at, selves to figure it's, out. It's at junior breed. high, yeah. you're like as shitty as you're ever gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> I can I say that because I was there. Kids I was are probably harsh. I was probably yeah. my shittiest yeah. at junior high because you're in that now. weird in between phase where like you want independence, but you're not finding a healthy way to show that you're ready for it. There's a you're, lot of pressure like yes, from all, all aspects. It's yeah. I will tell you my son from 7th to 8th grade though. I was worried about him. He has made such a giant leap because I told him high school is going to be a little bit different. Some people start to mature in high school, some people. Um <laughs> some of them. But yeah, it it me and my old school bringing up, I was like, I couldn't be a teacher because I would straight up like, uh, go get, <laughs> go get that switch off the tree. Like, <laughs> and Give me these that days, these days you you can't do that. Like, there's people going to jail for spanking their kids. That's why I put the thing on the wheel. Like, that's a heavy debate. Like, is it okay to spank your kids? And I I just feel like there's a level that if you there's a line that if you cross, 
that's 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 not a good thing. And if you can't do it without crossing that line, then you shouldn't do it at all. Yeah. And you would probably agree with that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All righty. That was probably the most boring topic that was on the list. Do we want to do one more? <laughs> let's just do one more. Yeah. Do you have time for one more? Yeah, let's do it. When do we got to get out of Let's do two do more. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. I don't like those odds. Yeah, two more. <laughs> She's so scared of karaoke or freestyle. I hope we get to this one so then we have to do another one just so we can break up. Okay. That's, I don't want to lock up my phone up. to where it won't work anymore. Uh-oh. Wow. Hold on. All right. We're good. Let's go. You ready? We're all on. Right, let's see what we get. Choose your superpower. So boring. No, let's do another one. Let's do another one. I vote for another one. Yeah. For I'm another sorry. One. I accidentally hit it. Oh, uh, what was it? You accidentally. Podcast karaoke. Woo! Who's going to sing? Let's go. It's got to be Ozeal, right? Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. It's already decided. Were you in a band? Nope. I was not in a band. So I think the only two people that were ever in a band should do the. Whoa. Podcast, All right, let's go karaoke. with best slash worst pickup lines. <laughs> oh, now you want to change it? Yeah, let's go with that. Let's oh, go with that. No, 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 no. Come let's, on, Nick. I don't want to make you anybody. You Wonderwall. You know I will sing. Let's do like, Wonderwall. I'm go a ahead. ham, but this is not about me. If my guest is not comfortable. Wait, real quick. I'm curious about the superpower because you were really passionate about okay, the superpower. Okay, oh, okay. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> let's real know. Quick. What's your superpower? I don't know what it would be. There was just, there's just so oh, many options. Instagram model. Instagram. <laughs> hey. Okay. No. For me, it's a no-brainer. It's either between... Being able to fly or being invisible. I think I would like the I'd like the Wolverine powers where you just heal. You heal? You, yeah, yeah. Okay. Then like I'll be just, be, I'll be just doing everything. But then you'd be alive forever. Think about all the yeah. stupid people you'd have to deal with. Like I would I would like to be alive forever. A lot of people say that like that would be a curse. I would be totally I would know everything about everything. That's true. And mm. that would be fun. But as yeah. as the generations get just Dumber and dumber and like, <laughs> like you seen that like really we get to exactly we get As to idiocracy a documentary instead right. of a comedy yeah exactly <laughs> I don't know that's funny yeah that's funny okay this is what I want to know because Ozil is a single guy so this pickup lines <laughs> oh my god oh, yeah. oh man let me, let me okay worst. we're talking about best. the best and the worst I want you to give me like right now if you if you walk okay let's start with oh back god. in the day when you didn't have no game. What was your worst pickup line or the worst way you would Ooh. try to pick up girls? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. And please don't say, say, girl, say. <laughs> say, girl, say. Say, say, say girl, girl. Like, what your name be like? <laughs> I used to use, believe it or not, I used to use break dancing a, a, as a way to attract Bruh. women. Yeah. <laughs> he, just walk, he just walks up. He don't even say anything. I mean, hey, girl, like, what's up? Yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. I'd be like, he's, okay, he's just holding okay. the phone and just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, perform like, cool. like, like the birds, you know, they got to perform. They do the little, like, fluff their yeah. feathers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, 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 I don't it, know it, if it really I had worked. a pickup line, but I had a strategy. Okay. Oh There's a group of women. Group? It had to be a group? <laughs> Time out. Group. He's vicious with it. Like, this, is not a, this is not how I met my wife. I just want to say this. That's a good, that's but, a good start. Thank you. Um, if there was a group of young ladies, let's say we're at a bar or something, you always talk to the least attractive one first. Always. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna make sure I'm not All right. Always <laughs> talk to the least attractive one first. And this works. It depends on what your end game is. If you're looking for like a relationship, obviously you don't want to use deceit and dishonesty. You want to just walk up to a woman and introduce yourself and say. But if your end game is what your end game is when you're a single guy and you're playing the field, whatever, you always talk to the least attractive one first. And this is why, because the really attractive one amongst them, she knows. That she's prettier than that girl you're talking to. And she's thinking to herself, 
Why the fuck is he talking to her? It becomes a straight up competition. It, and she is going to all of a sudden do everything she can to get your attention. When if you had gone straight to her, she probably have been like, fuck off. This is so true. <laughs> so true. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. It's a thing. But here's the worst part, pick up the worst pickup line I've ever heard. Are you ready? Right, don't record this for a sound drop. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. It's one of the worst pickup lines I've ever heard. And I actually heard a dude say this. Girl, your daddy must be a terrorist. Cause you the bomb, oh. bruh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. You're thicker than cold peanut butter. Thicker. Than That's really thick if you think about or, it. Or, or, are you from Tennessee? <laughs> because you're God. the ten ice. Is that a good or a bad oh, one? That's just See, a corn. That's just bad. And I like. But uh, here's if it's bad. If it's bad, but it's funny. Because I used one, and I'm gonna tell you. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you go first. Because I used one that's terrible. But it made me laugh, and okay. it worked. My my husband is all about the dad jokes before he was ever uh-huh. a dad. And man, I tell you what, he um, made me fall in love with him over text messaging. Really? Yes, oh. I was with another guy, and homewrecker. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't working out, anyways. It was, you know, whatever. Wow. We we were not serious, so it's cool. Um, and I was. I kind of just wrote him off, and right. a couple weeks later, my. Friend, my roommate texted him. She was like, "Hey, it's her birthday. Text her now." And man, right. I just I felt right for that. But he would just have the the dumbest jokes. Oh, I've been doing that since the eighties. And I'm like, <laughs> it's just it's just dumb. But uh, yeah, all but, right. Um, that pickup line, uh, girl, is that space pants you're wearing? Because uh, that ass is out of this world. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me he used that. Tell me he used that. Hey, I don't think hey. so, but. Okay, here's one. I swear to God, this works. That's what got her. All right there. I'm <laughs> telling you, this works. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I am wearing space pants. Thank you. He's I walked up. TikTok leggings, yes. I walked up. This is. I did not speak to the least attractive woman at this table. Uh oh. They were all fairly attractive. So I just walked up. I, I was going for the top of the ladder. Mm. I walk up and I said, "Excuse me, ma'am. I just have a question. If I accidentally walked through here and bumped into your vagina, would it make you mad, or would you just say fuck it?" <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, yeah, that'll get you in trouble, you know, Nick. That's sexual. Assault. Yeah, that, that would. That, yeah, that would. Maybe. As a matter of fact, sir, we'll go ahead and get. Uh, you just admitted. Excuse on me. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> or would you just say fuck it? And I was fully expecting to get slapped in the face because it was kind of a dare. But she laughed. And I was like, ah. And I. What happened after that time? How was her laughing? It doesn't matter. <laughs> what happened after that doesn't matter. Ooh. But yeah. No, I'm just worrying. I mean, so are you are you searching, Mr. Ozil? Like, are you too no, focused man. on your career I'm just, right I'm now? I'm just focused right now. Man. That's good. Yeah, just That's focused. Good. Right. Although, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine. Dating right now in 2021 is just. It's weird. It's not. I mean, if you're if you got somebody. Not that I know because like, I don't date in 2021. <laughs> but I was single. This is, <laughs> I was single five years ago. This is not a good time to like date. I mean, it's just I, yeah. I just you know everything is so you know swipe left, swipe right. Yeah. And a friend of mine who's been struggling with his mm. uh, dating on you know he's dating online and everything is through text messages. People are you know it's just there's no communication anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a struggle now. Like I, I feel it like is. I miss like dating in the 90s where it was like, hey girl, what what's what's up. I'm interested right. in you. Can yeah. we, exactly. Can we go? Let's out go get and some barbecue. Exactly. And get busy. Just like that. <laughs> just like that. But yeah. now it's like, nah. Like so, Ozil, like figurative. Like, let's just throw a scenario out there. Yeah. Figuratively, <laughs> if somebody like paid for you to go on a date Ooh. with another young lady, <laughs> I like where we're going. Oh, it's I like, like somebody oh. like you didn't have to pay anything, and yeah. there's no commitment. You're just having dinner with a nice young lady, and 
that's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Like, how would that sound to you? Is that something you would do? There's no commitment. Maybe. You're just having dinner. No commitment. And you no don't have commitment. to pay. It's free. It's a free dinner with somebody that hopefully you have a nice time with. Man. I, I would consider it. Mm. Yeah. I, I would, Do we get I would to pick her out? <laughs> <laughs> um, are you familiar with the thing, a little thing called two peas in a podcast? Because. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> two peas in a podcast is an episode I've been trying to do on this podcast forever. And I get commitments from people who say they're going to do it. Basically, this is what we want to do. We want to have a bachelor like yourself. And we do like the old school 90s dating game, man. You talk to a couple ladies. They ask you questions. You ask them questions. And based on their answers, you pick one lady to go on a date with. And we send you. I think he's into it, Nick. We pay for the check. Hey, we write the check. We send you to the restaurant. All you got to do is go on the date and come back and tell us how it went. That is all of the commitment. That's it. That's it. Okay. You're, I, I, you're not going to commit right this second? I'm, He's going to think I'm, about I'm, it. I'm, I'm going to think about that. Yeah. I'm Please think about it and get back to it. Please think about it. Because, I mean, you already... I, let, let's keep it real. Um, I'm Based on everything, I never asked you how old you are, but based mm-hmm. on the conversations, I'm assuming we're probably around the same age. Mm-hmm. You want to tell us how old you are? 42. 42? Okay. And I'm pretty sure you got the... The bald and bearded thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. The women love yeah, that, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is we're gonna put his po- his his picture on our on our Facebook. Oh, page. he is all on yeah. YouTube right now. And, it, and we're just gonna be like, hey, does this guy? Would you want to go on the, and see <laughs> oh, what the man. feedback is? And then we're gonna be like, okay, Ozil, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna vet these, these young ladies very 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 thoroughly, mostly because it's you. I'm going to vet them. Like we're not gonna send you out with anybody <laughs> crazy. All we want you to do is have dinner and tell us how it went. It's all we want. <laughs> and we're going to send you on that dinner for free. Think about it. Get uh, back to uh, me, man. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to commit right here on the radio or on the show. I just uh, think about it. Think about it. Thank you yes. so much for being here, man. I man. hope you had a good time. Yes, yes. We didn't get a freestyle out of you this time. Maybe next no, time. No, no freestyle, man. I know. <laughs> I dodged the bad. She's like. <laughs> I, she saw that on the wheel. She's like, I'm not freestyling. I'm not freestyling. <laughs> that would have been fun. I am a little. It would have been. Shoot. I, I asked him to bring a couple bars just in case. I don't know if he actually brought them. But thank you so I, much for yeah, being here, yeah. man. It, it means the it world good. to me that you showed times. up. All the way from Sugarland, man. I, I we're gonna send you a t shirt, we're gonna send you some merch, we're gonna send yeah. you all the all all the all this all the good stuff, man. All the swag. All, all the, the swag, swag. The things. For sure, for sure. All right. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, if you're on the YouTube channel, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See, this is why I love having a team. <laughs> Naomi with the clutch. Yeah. I got y'all's back. came through in the clutch. And I should have put, see, man, I'm I'm still a student. All right, let's give away some money real quick. Thank you uh, for Naomi for reminding me. You're welcome. And we want to thank uh, Larry Showalter of L&M Roofing for sponsoring our giveaways. Um, Larry's just, he's a great guy. His surgery was successful. He mentioned to me, and I hope it's okay that I'm mentioning this, Larry, that he came back 100% cancer-free. Like, let's give it up for that. Yeah. Larry is like the mattress Mac of Deer Park. Okay. So he, <laughs> if I had to describe him in one word, he's such a giving guy. He he runs a very successful roofing business. Uh, he sponsors all the baseball teams, and he he came up to us. He saw Stephen Terry uh, got our <laughs> the naming rights to our studio. He said, "I want that." I said, "I can't." Stephen's been listening to us from the beginning, man. I'll I'll try to find some way to get you in there. And he said, "Well, let's." Let's give some money to the community, man. So he he donated the money for the giveaways. And every week we give away $100 uh, 
on the YouTube channel. So if you're listening right now and maybe you want to get some, some, some free crash, who doesn't like free money? Then you guys go to the YouTube channel. It's uh just search smells like middle spirit podcast. Hit subscribe every Sunday at seven thirty. Uh, we stream the show and we're in the live chat having a good time, and you'll get a chance to to win some money. So we're giving away a hundred dollars today, thanks to Larry at LM Roofing. And let's see, one in between one and ten went good yesterday. We did the sixth caller. I'm so glad it went great, Nick. It went I'm great. I'm so glad that you decided to go <laughs> one to ten instead of <laughs> one to five. So, Ozil, give me a number between one and five. Wow. I'm sorry, one and ten. <laughs> one, one and ten. Yeah. Seven. All right, let's go with seven. Lucky number seven. The seventh caller to call 832-835-3141 with the code word, let's go with Pod Houston. Let's go with Pod Father. Ooh, I like father. that. Definitely. Call in with the code word Podfather. We're going to give you a hundred dollar Visa gift card. <laughs> Thanks to Larry Showalter at LM Roofing. So sixth caller, Podfather. Seventh caller. Sorry, seventh caller, Podfather. <laughs> this is why I'm here, guys. <laughs> Thank you You're so doing much. Great. You're earning your keep. <laughs> seventh today, caller Naomi. to call eight three two eight three five three one four one. Uh, is going to get a $100 Visa gift card. Thank you for reminding Ooh. me, Naomi. All right, Ozil, thank you for being here. Guys, thank you for listening. If you're on the listening side and you want to check out the video and see Mr. Ozil's handsome face, ladies, Ooh. ladies, two peas in a podcast, uh, go over to the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Hit the like on the video. But you can subscribe on any of our podcast platforms except for Pandora. We could do a whole episode on that, Ozil. I'm going to talk to you about Pandora, actually, when we're done because I, <laughs> I have some questions about that. But we're everywhere but Pandora because them but anyway uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much for listening i'm gonna get us out of here for the best producer in podcasting josh beard for my very special guest ozil de bastos my name is nick stevenson and i'm naomi richardson and we're gonna catch you next time You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to visit spiritswagstore.com for everything you need to wrap your favorite podcast in style.